0: First up, we start with some words from Dr. Anthony Fauci. If you're a New York theater goer, as I know many of my listeners are, and certainly my wife and I are, um, you may not be able to get back into a theater without a mask to the end of 2021. Uh, Both the amount of people and the proximity uh, make it that it will probably not be safe to go back into a theater without a mask until then. Uh, Next up, from... Mengi Singh and Jack Hagel over at the uh, Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, an article on Deutsche Bank's uh, compliance program actually limited the amount of uh, fines it recently had to pay resolving sanctions claims. The sum of the settlement uh, <coughs> is obviously minuscule compared to the $75 million maximum civil penalty the company could have faced. The fine was actually uh, a little over $500,000. And... The um, CFTC credited, or rather, OFAC credited um, the work of <clears throat> the companies of the company's compliance program to uh, remediate uh, the issue after it had become apparent. Uh, next up, our lead story: uh, Citibank taps Jane Fraser as its next CEO, the first woman to helm a major U.S. bank. Uh, the current Citigroup executive Michael Corbett, is retiring early next year, and uh, Fraser is going to uh, step up uh, and uh, take helm. She's been elected to the board of directors, and this obviously is uh, a great news for uh, getting uh, women into CEO positions. And it once again shows how banks, in many ways, are leading the diversity—not uh, simply the discussion around diversity and inclusion, but also uh, actually doing something about it. So uh, kudos to uh, Citigroup and to Jane Frazier for being uh, named the first woman to helm a major U.S. bank. And finally, uh, I came across an interesting article from uh, McKinsey. Uh, they put out a great newsletter, which um, a weekly newsletter on some of their reports, and it's all free. So I would uh, urge you to uh, go to McKinsey and sign up for it. It's got some really interesting information. And uh, they said that, um, I don't think this is particularly new or news news newsy, but the COVID-19 and climate change have exposed dangers of unstable supply chains. And that this is uh, what I did find interesting. This is a -a once-in-a-generation disruption, which every company needs to not only be aware of, but uh, to be able to respond to. So the sort of... um, disaster recovery, business continuity, business as usual continuum obviously applies to supply chains. And you need to be ready to make a change, but also think about using this opportunity to clean up your supply chains. Um, How many uh, vendors in your supply chain do you actually need or are not using? And there may be an opportunity to really uh, garner some greater efficiencies, recognizing that you're going to need to Uh, be able to be more nimble and agile if uh, something, some other type of disruption occurs. And of course, during the Trump administration, disruptions happen on a daily basis. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.